everyone, this is episode 54 of the TorontoGameDose.com podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, the main dude behind TorontoGameDose.com. Uh, Brett from Hard Circle is back again. Yeah. Uh, and Composing Dan is here as well. Hello. <laughs> and joining us for episode 54 is the game at Lithic Entertainment, uh, Andrea and Al. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> I realized before the podcast, I asked if you want Andrea or Andy, and then you said Andy, so I apologize. Oh, either is fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they... Shame on you, Steve. <laughs> See what I mean? No structure. Even the things you want said, I can't even do. Oh, do we already devolve? Are we already done? Yeah, it's yep. done. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> now it's Over. just a free-form podcast. Uh, See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> so Duaro's hit Kickstarter uh, on Friday, right? Yeah, Friday. And we're recording this Sunday morning. And as of right now, it's about 20... Uh, actually, I should check. It's like 4,400, right? I think I said. Yeah, about that. Cool. Yeah. Really so you're about 33% of the way, just over. 36. Nice. You got Impressive. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. Short period percentage. of time. Um, usually we go to hype time, but we might as well kind of just talk about Dwaros first as hype time, I think. Um, do you guys want to just kind of give a quick bio of who you guys are and what Lithic Entertainment is and, and whatnot? Sure. Do you want to go well or? Yeah, sure. Um, so we're, uh, we're a tiny studio. We have uh, three people. Um, Two of us are working part-time. Andrew is working full-time on this thing. Um, and we're uh, all working from home. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So we've been working on this thing for four years now. Three or four. Three, three and a half. The four first years. four was kind of a demo that evolved into Doros. Yeah, yeah. So we, we kind of became our own. Uh, we officially became a company a few years ago, like two years. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we've been working on Doros, so. Day and night, including <laughs> <Pretty> weekends. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No Every doubt. waking hour. Um, do you guys want to just kind of give the elevator pitch for Duaros? Are you ready to go for it, Al? Oh, yeah, I'm always ready for that. <laughs> I hate doing it. <laughs> I actually made a Steven do it at a networking event the other day. Some people asked me about it, and I was like, you want to talk about my game? <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Al. Uh, okay, so Duaros is kind of a marriage between uh town builder um, or a city builder and uh, an adventure game um, so you have uh, you, you could wander around in, in the environment and you have uh, resources to collect and stuff like that but um, in the adventure part you're going to be uh, finding characters out in the wild and you're, you're going to be talking to them they're going to have quests for you um, some and, of them uh, you can bring back to the town to be the, the actual townsfolk yeah yeah you got some townsfolk wandering about and you're like hey you want to join my town and then they'll they'll say, hey, you don't have enough housing or whatever. So then you have to find resources and build uh, structures for them. Um, and we have the whole story part of the game where you're going to be uh, going into caves where like this ancient civilization had left behind their uh, their trials and um, sort of like a Metroidvania type puzzler in that aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so is there one thing that? Looking at screenshots and stuff like that. Is there is there combat or what? What kind of quests like will be in the game? So it's uh it's peaceful. Um, the kind of quests are like. I mean, there's no combat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the quests are like um, um, kind of like mini quests from Zelda, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you've got to like go talk to somebody or do something. Or um, there's those kind of quests in like MMOs, like. I guess WoW would have that kind of thing where it's like you've got to go pick apples or um, help this person out or yeah, yeah collect, that kind of thing. collection quests. Yeah, collect, fetch, fetch. Yeah, nice. Good old fetch quests. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, and so you can check it out at Kickstarter and on the website. Um, you can follow them on Twitter at Lithic Entertainment. And uh, what are your separate Twitter accounts? Do you know yours? Is it Al? <laughs> it's like Al underscore <laughs> underscore B. Belmar. Yeah, okay. Um, and mine's Andrea with two A's at the end. CW. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so fun the game. Um, I think yes. fifteen dollars <laughs> is like the is the lowest to like receive a copy of the game. Yeah, twenty dollars is the best deal because it's the early bird and you get um, three tiers ahead of that. 
so it comes with uh, three different pets, and that's normally thirty dollars. Yeah, that's yeah. $30. So the early bird's still on right now. There's still a lot of spaces. Boom. That's nice. what I'm getting right now. <laughs> Live on the podcast. How yeah. many? How many early birds yeah. do you have? There's there was two hundred. I don't see how many are left. Cool. Uh, I think it's 163 left. Oh, awesome. Okay, there you go. Nice. Okay, those are gonna go. Those are gonna get snapped up fast. Hopefully. <laughs> well, you guys have only been on for like a couple of days, and it's already a good it's quarter felt like done. Two weeks. <laughs> oh, two weeks? No, no, it's oh. felt like it. It's just. Oh, right. It's felt like two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a long, long process. This. Yeah. <laughs> I look at the number. I'm like, wait, there's 28 days left. It's it's felt like a long time. <laughs> yeah, I thought actually when I looked at it because I thought you guys started Kickstarter earlier for some strange reason, and I was yeah. like, oh, there's still 28 days in here. All right. <laughs> what well, did uh, I think you guys like kind of announced it earlier in the month, right? Yeah, we announced we were going to do a yeah. Kickstarter, and uh, we were going to do it earlier, but there was a, a couple of things that had slowed us down, and then. Uh, it just kind of like eventually we got to do it, you know, and uh, we just no, went that's for good. it. Yeah. Yeah, you want to ramp up the hype before you actually, you know, launch it. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah for sure. There was uh, we had shown our kick, the preview page to um, to the composer that we're we're thinking of hiring, and um, he saw our video and he was like, "No, no, that song, it's it's no good." <laughs> oh, <laughs> he really? change, yeah. So he had to write a whole new he one. He scored and, one for us. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, it is good. It is yeah. good. Yeah, we really like it. Cool, man. Awesome. Um, All right. I backed it. $20. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Awesome. <laughs> I look for, I've been, actually, I've been wanting to play it since I've seen it. So, Yeah, I'm we've talked surprised. about it a few times on the podcast, actually. I'm always yeah. surprised that people know about it. It's like, like you know about my game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys were, uh, were the first ones that I had heard talk about yeah, our game, actually. Same. Yeah, so we're kind of like we're 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 tunnel vision, right? We're stuck in our dark holes, and we're we're just kind of we become these things that that just work on the game. Yeah, you just kind of work on the game, you're just kind of serving the creation, the, the the master, which is the game. So you kind of just by yourself, and then at the end of that, you, you people start talking about it, and you guys were were kind of this. Uh, uh, you guys were talking about it very positively. It was like this shining beacon. You're like, well, it wasn't all for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> People know about it. Yeah, no, totally. I get that feeling too. I mean, it's it's really nice to get positive feedback from people and, and it kind of fuels the creative process a little bit, kind of re-energizes you, gives you a little bit of a spark, you know? Yeah, it's true. Definitely. Yeah, no, I think I found you guys on, I usually find everyone on Twitter. So I think I just started, like you guys came up on my feed and stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm always like a sucker for really colorful, like, vibrant like awesome looking games like that so as soon as i saw Dwaro, I was like you you always do screenshot saturdays um yeah and so and then he had a steam green light page like quite a while ago i think right like half a year ago half a year ago yeah yeah so that's yeah. the platform we're aiming for right now pc um uh, although we're, we're going to be trying to develop for uh, mac and linux as well cool mm-hmm. yeah so we're in steam we're going to be on steam though first yeah for anything yeah i definitely see it especially for somebody like me because i know i, I watch brett on his Twitch channel, play some of the hardcore, you know, t- building and searching games. Mm-hmm. And, um, and when I watched, uh, the Dwarves material and read through the material, I was like, this seems like something that I could play, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. You know, it was more, more accessible for somebody like me. Um, it's still like, you know, something that Brett would be interested in playing. You know? I'm curious about like how easy it is. Like, because, yeah, I play a lot of these type of games, so I'm just looking at them like, hmm, is this, like, a very easy version of, like, a Harvest Moon game, or... That's kind of what I'm thinking about it. Like, what is the farming like? Because I love to farm all day, so... (laughs) That's my main concern. He's he's a virtual farmer. I want to know more about the crops and what I can do with them. (laughs) Um, So, the... Because you're going out and adventuring, it's... uh, you You don't really have time to micro the town, right? Um, so when you're, you're managing the townsfolk, you're, you're kind of going to have, um, you're going to be telling them to go to this job or that job or whatever. But then oh. once the town is sustainable, then you can go out on an adventure and you don't have to worry about them because they're not stupid. You know, they're, they're going to be taking care of the town while you're away. So, right. um, it's, it's kind of a balance between the two. Like you're going to be spending time working in your, in your town and then you're like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go finish this quest or I, I feel like, mm. you know, adventuring or whatever. Um, 
so you don't you're not going to be really farming manually or anything like that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> you will be collecting resources and stuff though, like you, yeah. you have the the mining and the uh, chopping down trees to do. That's oh. great for me. I don't want to spend all my days farming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, yeah, like I know, Brett, like when I watch you play those games, I'm like, holy, you're like right into it. Super Yo, I love those games. Bunch of detail. I'm, I will stream the shit out of Jaro's. As soon as I get it, I know I will. So, what, uh, what, what, um, how long until like release? What are you guys thinking in terms of release date uh, this year or, or next year or, or uh, later? We were thinking of doing maybe an alpha or or uh, early access by the end of the year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, release date that will depend on uh, if we hit any stretch goals with <laughs> with <laughs> a Kickstarter. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, because that'll change some things. There's uh, if we hit any of the multiplayer tiers, that'll change a little bit. So right, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the. Um, how long are what's the I saw that there's like there's two different kind of multiplayers, right? Yeah. I think like the last stretch goal is just like full on like co op multiplayer online. Correct? But then there's some Yeah. Um I mean we can talk about some of the stretch goals. Wait, is this a co op? It has a stretch goal. Right? It's oh, the highest on. one, yeah. Full network Let's multiplayer. Let's do this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred and fifty thousand gets you full network multiplayer you will be able to work together with up to three of your friends to build explore and discover dwaros okay that's dope but at 70k <laughs> there's basic multiplayer visit a friend's town so like animal crossing you can really yeah, i don't yeah, want that yeah, one like, I, yeah. want, I want that big one <laughs> <laughs> let's get to the 150 people. well you gotta you gotta up you gotta upgrade your 20 dollar kickstarter pledge list. i don't have that much money to just throw around <laughs> So just uh, if that stretch goal is never met, would you actually do it anyways in the future? I would future? like to. I would really it like sounds to. sounds like, dope. Yeah, some of our back end is already multiplayer. Like we, we started off, we wanted this thing to be multiplayer, but with all of the, you know, the you know milestones and time budget. Yeah, <laughs> it sort of happen. lengthens um, the production time to, to make every, every feature yeah. multiplayer ready. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. That makes sense. But we're using the Unreal Engine, so it's not uh, that difficult to plug in the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah, I would love to do it. That's absolutely something I wanted for Dwarves in the first place. Yeah. Awesome. <clears throat> Yo, I'm seeing this sc- this uh, farm screenshot. All is quiet at the Breezy River Farm, and I can just see, I can just picture Brett just... We could work on the farm. Well, there are some. There's a quest that is like working on a farm, but it's not like working on a farm. You know. <laughs> now we're just gonna get feature creep up in here. Like maybe yeah, yeah. you can work on the farm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's we'll good. Save a to... character, Brett. <laughs> yeah, make that the bread expansion. <laughs> working on the farm. Hmm. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Um, so Doros, yeah, it's on Kickstarter right now. It's Sunday morning, so as of right now, it's at four thousand four hundred thirty-six dollars. Uh, of the twelve thousand goal with twenty eight days left, so you got lots of time. But check them, check them out on Kickstarter, lithicentertainment dot com. I'm assuming. Actually, I don't know the, the actual website here. That's it. Yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> uh, follow them on Twitter. I tweet, retweet them all the time. Check that out. Let's get this game funded because it looks awesome. Yeah, get up on it. This looks fun. We want to play it. Yeah, Dan is uh, the only one on the podcast who hasn't Kickstarter yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I will. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm definitely like a last ten days backer. Like if it looks like it's just not going to happen, then I just uh, I get sad and I don't do it. <laughs> but if it looks like if it's close, I'm like, oh, this is definitely going to happen. Then I get on it. You don't help them with that false hope. No bandwagoner. <laughs> no. Yeah. How, how are you with the Jays? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll see. see what happens. We're not allowed to talk sports, Steve. Steve Kibosh, the sports talk. <laughs> I did happen to see that Red Sox game, though. Oh, that was that was stressful last night. I don't know how you balk in. Tiny. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's why we can't talk sports. Fourteen oh six. Always gives us a hard time, but it's it lately it's been, it's been mostly me. Bombs. <laughs> I've been on a very good streak of non-swearing, so there was there was only one episode where uh, that's actually explicit because Dan just went off, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to edit all that shit. And then, what was the subject? Uh, I was just tired. Cranky, <laughs> 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 tired and cranky. That was cranky. That was it. <laughs> 
Uh, one last hype thing: uh, Game on Adventures is, or Game on Ventures is happening October twenty eighth to twenty first at the Mars Discovery District uh, here in Toronto. I've heard on the website. Uh, John Romero is the keynote speaker. Um, oh. You can register online. It's it's uh, how much is it? It's expensive, right? We were talking about this before the podcast. Yeah, I think it's like. If you're buying tickets right now, it's like seven hundred bucks. Oh wow! Registered. Nice. I registered today, starting at four fifty. But I don't know what that gets you. Like, but check it out. It's uh, networking. Four fifty one. I'm looking at tickets right now. It's seven twenty five. Uh, oh, sorry. If you're already if you're an interactive Ontario member, then it's four fifty before August thirty first. Yeah, before the thirty first. Five twenty. So, so now it's five twenty five if you're an IO member. Yeah. Okay. And to be an IO member, you have to pay like a hundred bucks. Uh, still a discount. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's still a little discount. <laughs> yeah, so is that a really bird special? It's just I was just looking on the right hand side of the website where it says register today starting at four fifty. I guess it's yeah, that's, that's a lie. <laughs> it lied to me. <laughs> yeah, that's just to sucker you in. And then you're like, oh all right, and then bam, seven twenty five. The old trick the oldest trick in the book, man. Watch how, how you really feel. Yep. <laughs> I, no, I would. I've I've been to one of these, so and I got to go for free, so I was happy with that. Yeah, they're all right. Sure. Anyway, so something uh, you're interested in, um, check it out. Check it out. Uh, yeah, Brett, former director yeah. of hype. Do you have anything? Um. Yeah, I got game dev drinks. I don't have a person talking yet. I'm still working on that, but game dev drinks will be happening on October 26th. Uh, this month, yeah. The last Wednesday and, again. Yeah, it's just everyone's taking my Wednesday. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Isn't Pluckers giving away your Wednesday? Uh, I don't know, man. I booked like so far in advance and it's like, no. Oh. Someone's got what it. What is it? So uh, I run an event called Game Dev Drinks and uh, pretty much uh, I have a guest speaker come and talk about their game and their company and the trials and tribulations of everything they've done. Um, you just do like, and the positive stuff. And, yeah, and the positive <laughs> stuff. And you get to promote like, whatever you're doing to like Kickstarters and stuff like that. Um, about 30 to 40 people show up just to come and listen to you talk. And that's pretty much it. You get to talk about whatever you want. And uh, yeah, it happens October 26th at 7 o'clock. I'm still looking for my guest. So I had one lined up, but he's kind of not emailing me back right now. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> so, and then we drink. <laughs> yeah, and then we network afterwards. We just sit back and drink and talk to the people who talked. And there's an awesome jazz performance <laughs> down the street, which I go to every time. But nobody else comes with me. Is that the same night as uh, Torontaru? Yeah. That happens <laughs> every. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, well, that's why we normally do it on the third Wednesday, right? Yeah, I try to always do it on the third Wednesday so I don't conflict with Trontaru. But this last couple ones have been like everyone's been booking the day that I want. So, oh yeah, I see. And I'm like, uh, because I like going to Trontaru too. So it's just like, great, I gotta book the same day. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. So anyone out there who wants to be a guest, <laughs> come down to be a guest speaker. Uh, I do have an opening for October until I fill it. So, yeah. There might be someone on this podcast that would want to do it. <laughs> that sounds nerve-wracking. <laughs> <laughs> Public <Yeah>. speaking. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Anyways, I'll, I'll let you know, I guess. Okay. You're thinking about it? Yeah. Well, if you do it, I'll probably have to. Well, we have our Kickstarter. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, kind of, it's kind of a good time, I guess, right? Yeah. It'd still be going at the time. Meet up some mm-hmm. extra people. Yeah. Get that multiplayer stretch goal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm Lots of rich folks at the Pheasant Plucker. <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton, yeah, Hamilton's finest investors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's not it. <laughs> it's just, a, it's just a, bu- a whole bunch of dudes who love games, so... And women. Oh, is it in Hamilton? Yeah. Hamilton. Yeah. Are you talking <laughs> bad about my city? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the hammer's great. <laughs> All she did was say Hamilton. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it in her voice. I heard it. I mean, it self-conscious. Like, <laughs> it sounded. It sounded fun, like you know, fond memories of Hamilton to me. Ah, Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. 
driving in on a one way off the highway not knowing how to get out yeah oh yeah we figured that's how they kept people in that's how you move <laughs> hamilton like yeah main street keeps you in but if you get yeah. over on king street it's one way of getting the hell out of hamilton so if you don't know where that is though you just yeah. you stay and you have to like live at that tim hortons you just and... end up on the east side I know exactly <laughs> what you guys are talking about too is that i know the exact tim hortons and everything oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not even that bad. Like I don't understand how people don't understand one way streets. Like <laughs> no, it's it's just, but if you if you've never been in Hamilton, you, you don't really know, right? Like basically in Hamilton, there's two big arteries, Main and King, and they're both like four or five lane streets that just yeah. are one way, and that's that's just how they keep traffic flowing. And if you hit a green light, then you're gonna hit green lights all the way to the like the yeah past the downtown core kind of thing, which is yep. great because if you get there, there's no traffic. You just go. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you don't know, then you and you don't know where you're going. It's pretty daunting to be like in the middle of five lanes of traffic yeah. and not really know where to go. At least, at least the good thing is you can actually drive your car here, except for unlike Toronto, where it's like gridlock oh, yeah. all true. the time. That's very true. That's yeah. very true. Toronto is awful for driving. I never drive into the city. I got to go into the city about once a week, and I just I, I take the go every time for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think if I if I ever drove, I would ever drive there. I just don't. No, no way. <laughs> it's too crazy. Oh. Yeah, public transit, biking around. That's the way to do it. Yeah, keep the path safe. in the winter. Oh, I love it. I don't mind driving. It's fine. Whatever. I love the path. <laughs> That's like my favorite thing in Toronto. I find it confusing. Yeah, if you don't know where you're going, yes. I've been lost I'm, in the path yeah. multiple times. Wait, but you have the... to act like you know where you're going because everyone yeah. else looks like it. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, the underground thing downtown? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that path either. I get lost every yeah. time. When I, I lived downtown, I, I learned the path pretty well. So yeah. Now, whenever I go down, I can definitely like dart around underground. I feel pretty. I feel like it's changed since the last time I was there because I definitely got lost. I was like, "Where am I going in this oh, thing?" It's lots of construction happening, yeah. especially oh, by the Go for sure. Yeah, Man, that Go construction has been going on since like 2006. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's been so- nuts, and it just doesn't look like it's ever going to end ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it looks like it's in yeah pretty bad. Maybe shape. they're not. Maybe they just they're just tearing things down and they're not actually building anything. That's my theory. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like they're setting it up for like zombie like college films or something. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, it makes complete sense. <laughs> well, you don't have to hire any actors. Everybody looks like a zombie in the morning. That's true. <laughs> Go train. I thought, I thought everything down there was done too, and then all of a sudden they just like started up again. I was like. Oh, come yeah. on. Yeah, just awful. don't stop. See, I don't oh, go downtown that often, but Eglinton is just such a pain in my ass right now because they're ripping mm. that street apart for uh, an LRT or LTR, whatever it is. Oh, like, are, you, uh, right. are you around the Eglinton area? I'm, I'm at Young and Shepherd, but I have to – I work in the junction like near Ubisoft. Uh, so oh, okay, yeah. I have to like kind of intersect all that stuff. And uh, I take the Allen and, and whatnot home, mm. so – Oh yeah, I deal with that shit. And Eglinton's just been a disaster the whole. I've been I lived in Toronto now for like two and a half years, and the whole time I've been here, it's just been a nightmare. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Traffic so we report. Were... Hear that, John? Sorry, officially the Toronto traffic report for Hamilton and Toronto. Uh, we should go on news time. Yeah, news, news, news. <laughs> I have stuff to do today. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh yeah, yet. sorry. We're yeah. <laughs> Yo, I got to work on my game too, guys. Jeez. <laughs> Come on. Well, hey, if Lithic could take a break to talk to us, then you could take a break too. All right? Yeah, that's true. Just saying. Wow. <laughs> talk to you guys every week. You know that's what goes true. on on Sundays, that's true. right? Yeah. It's forest time. <laughs> no, no Saturday, Saturday is forest time. Forest time. Oh, okay. And it's been raining the last three forest days, man. It sucked. Whatever. Did you guys get like a massive dump of rain last night? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I- not not like a massive amount, just like it's, it was raining the whole day. It woke me up. Really? And there was no thunder or nothing. It was just a massive dump of rain. Oh, you mean like overnight? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. I don't, no, know. I don't think so. Me. Sun's yeah. out right now, so I mean. Cool. Guns out. Let's go. That's the weather, weather and traffic report. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we got so we talked game on adventures what's right. next number one ubisoft and national bank announced indie series uh, uh yeah. so they announced this at the ubisoft event that uh andrea and i were at on when was that wednesday thursday wednesday wednesday, wednesday. yeah yeah uh basically fifty thousand dollar uh competition 
for indie game studios. So you register uh, and you have to qualify and the qualifications are kind of strict, but uh, it's sponsored by national bank. They'll pick out, uh, I think 10 people from Ontario and Quebec. And then you can go into Ubisoft to kind of pitch your game. And then if you Mm. win, you get mentorship from Ubisoft, you get 50 grand from national bank. uh, You get like access to their marketing and stuff like that. Cool. It's a pretty cool thing, but, uh, the restri- it's kind of like pretty restrictive to not mm-hmm. really like super indie people. Like you need to have yeah. at least launched one game. Yeah, oh. we don't qualify. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Have to be between two to five or two to fifty people. I think you had to receive additional funding from before. Yep. yep. And like no student games. Yeah. Yep. So it's definitely not the uh, you know the indie the like. It's the weird bubble of indie. That's the way I look at it. It's like. This is for like drink box and below. Capybara. Like, Capybara. <laughs> Congratulations, like, Capybara and drink box. <laughs> yeah, like, you guys need more money. Here you guys yeah, go. I feel like that's what it's for. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely not for a hard circle. Like, no, it's not. So, yeah, I was thinking about that. Oh, you've released it. a bunch of games. Yeah, but nothing of like a console game. But they also haven't got uh, funding. Oh, does it have to be a console release? I'm assuming so. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna assume that they would take a person who's making mobile games or flash games, right? Like, they probably want a console release studio. That's my assumption. At least, like, at least PC. Yeah, you'd think it'd be a little bit flexible, you know? Because, like, I mean, even just looking at something like Dwaros, I mean, there's obviously lots of lots of potential here just because you, you guys don't have a, another console release uh, it's but a little bit of I a think the, the main reason for the rules is they want to be able to know that they're investing in someone that's not going to flake away right. that's why they're yeah. not going to take a student company or students like they just won't do that it's a high risk if they do it that way that's so, true so, um, so and the, also probably opens the floodgates for a lot more you know kids people to go through yeah. in general yeah so the studio has released at least one game at least 80 percent of the team works on the game full-time it's between two to 50 people um mm-hmm. let's see the game's being developed for pc uh blah blah, blah. the game has received funding either from omdc or crowdfunding etc yeah uh, oh, adult that. only games promotional games or school projects aren't um Aren't 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 uh, qualified. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are kind of the big things because I was thinking through like each of the studios that I know that you know would heavily benefit from this and yeah, like like, like Entertainment. This Dwarves is their first game, so they're out. Uh, Oddbird Studios is a student school project technically, and they haven't released anything. A lot of people haven't really received funding um, mm-hmm. yet. Like, but if you look at just who's received OMDC funding, that already narrows it down. So yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, the Rumbo guys could, I think. Yeah, 13 yeah. a.m., they're, they're kind of, they're sort of, as far as, you know, the developers that I know, kind of right in the pocket for something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly the studio I was thinking of. It was 13 a.m. would probably benefit the most out of this if they Alex, wanted to. if you're listening. Oh, I'm sure he's, yeah, I'm sure both of those guys are really, uh, you know, all over whether or not they're going to take part in something like that. Yeah. So, anyways, if you qualify, check it out at Ubisoft. Uh, Actually, I closed the page already, but Ubisoft's website um, yeah. will have all the details. Um, yeah, it was something they like announced at the show, and I think everyone, or not the show, the networking event, and I think everyone at the time was like, oh, that's really cool. And I remember like uh, nudging Josh at Oddbird, just being like, yo, are you going to do this? And he's like, yeah. And then like everyone started looking at the requirements, and there was some people were kind of just mm-hmm. making fun of it over Twitter, but <laughs> it's, going to, it's, it's going to benefit someone, that's for sure, so... Toronto.ubisoft.com slash indie series is where you can get all the details. Cool. Cool. Um, while, while speaking of that Ubisoft event, I want to, uh, Andrew, did you, did you go to the, any of the tours that they gave? Yeah, I did the mocap. That one was cool. Did you see Watch Dogs cool. 2? No, I didn't. I kept missing all the times where you'd be talking to somebody and then like the tour would go. <laughs> yeah. So they, they showed off Watch Dogs 2, which was a game that I was really excited to play. Uh, and get and, and watch and whatnot. And the only problem I really had with the original Watch Dogs was the um, was the story was just stupid. Like the character, the main character was just an asshole. So, so <laughs> there was like no like you didn't root for him at all. But the gameplay, the shooting, the driving, all that stuff was fun. Um, and then they showed like a mission for Watch Dogs Two, 
and it it just seems to be like the exact same stupid geek culture like to the extreme um like character like the the main character that you're taking the mission from is this like guy who has this like digital mask and just like is like over the top nerd um mm-hmm. it was just like a little too much for me it was just like wasn't realistic and I was just like, oh man, like is this story just going to be dumb again? So, but he's friendly should, this time. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Well, this was just the character you're getting the mission from, not the not the guy you're playing as. Right. Did you play a guy named Marcus or something this time? I think his name. I'm not uh, sure, but maybe. anyway, I can't remember. Did you watch that that one video um, about the, the like the ten things that are better? No, I, I posted that, but I didn't get a chance to watch it actually. Yeah, I watched it, and the guy really, really focuses in on the fact that the main character is more likable than the last than the last game really yeah that's just a bad sign (laughs) (laughs) that's just a bad sign if you have to point that out oh god i'm not sure if it was a third party i think it's like i think it's a third party person it's like not not somebody from ubisoft or whatever i thought ubisoft posted that well if they did then um it may have been like because it definitely sounds kind of like third party review yeah. sort of thing, um, but I, I was questioning it too. I was kind of like, is this third party or is this just somebody pretending to be, you know, right? Unpartial because they definitely at first I was kind of like, oh, they're really trying to push the fact that that he's a more likable character this time, which seemed mm-hmm. kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't actually. I'm trying to find that news story. I thought I got those from the the ubisoft like twitter or youtube page mm. i could be wrong but yeah it just kind of me it's just kind of soured me on Watch Dogs too like i don't know if I'm, i was going to get this like launch day um but now i'm just kind of like eh. after watching the vids you posted i was kind of i was kind of jumping on the watchdogs bandwagon actually oh, really? yeah that the the 10 ways it's bigger better and bolder than the original is is from ubisoft us like uh youtube right. channel so oh interesting it's an official thing but <clears throat> i don't know i just like when the character, like, I don't know, when it's, like, fake geek nerd characters like that, like, Sheldon on Big Bang Theory just infuriates me, because... Oh, yeah, yeah, I see that. People like, like, I don't know, <clears throat> I've been a gamer my whole life, been, I took math in school, I was in the chess, cl- chess club, I think I'm well-versed in, like, nerd culture, and people like Sheldon don't exist, and if they do, they just, like, sit in their <laughs> room and don't interact with people. <clears throat> so when they're, when... When someone's a nerd and they're given that sort of persona, it just I'm just like I don't care. Like you, this isn't a real person. Mm-hmm. Does it feel too like satirical to you? Yeah, exactly. It's just it, I just bundle it with the same sort of you know, not like sort of in the same vein as racial stereotypes. Like it's just nerd stereotypes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Sheldon always felt like uh, a character that was made for the moms of nerds, you yeah. know, who are like, oh, my son's just like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so when I saw so when they did this mission and, and that's like the guy you're taking, uh, like doing the mission for or yeah. um, like the mission re- request or whatever the quest. Uh, I was just like, man, this is just not like if that's the character that you're showing me right now, like uh, that just doesn't. I don't like that at all. <laughs> so the game looked fine. It looked like more like Watch Dogs One than I thought it would. I don't know what I was really expecting in that case, but yeah, it just kind of watched, just kind of soured me on Watch Dogs Two. I don't know. I'll, I'll guess I'll wait for reviews and stuff, but I don't know. But anyways, I, I'm not interested. No, no. I mean, I picked up Watch Dogs One for like twenty bucks as well, and it's a great twenty dollar game. Hmm. Maybe this will be a great twenty dollar game. I'm just waiting for Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> I know it got delayed. It's already saying that they're delaying whatever Assassin's Creed they're going to do. So, like, yeah, whatever. Well, I heard that the, another rumor that they were going to not release in 2017 either, that they yeah. might take two years off, right? Yep. And I'm like, whatever. I can wait. I'm not going to play Watch Dogs. So, deal with that, Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, now they're going to change their mind. Yeah, <laughs> they want my money. Give me my Assassin's Creed. So, whatever. <laughs> Just make another uh, native one. Oh. Okay, can I tell a funny story? Please. <laughs> All right, so I'm doing, I'm Twitch streaming lately a lot, right? And uh, someone asked me on my stream, they're like, are you Mexican? <laughs> like straight up, just out of the, out of it. Just are you Mexican? And I'm like, no, I'm uh, half Native American and half English. And he's like, 
like uh, he then he goes like Connor from Assassin's Creed, <laughs> and I just sat there and I'm like, is this happening to me right now? <laughs> it was awesome because I'm like, yes, actually, exactly like that character, and he was like, that's amazing, and I'm like, okay, this is this is just too weird, but <laughs> he still follows me. But yeah, and I like talked to him about how the character is actually based off my family. And he believed it. <laughs> it's the same too, right? English dad. Yeah, and, it's and the native. same too. It's English and uh, Mohawk, so could be related to me. Technically, he is. There you go. Maybe you're the ancestor or whatever. Oh snap! So if they ever make the actual uh, machine, <laughs> and I can go into it, and then I'll be reliving that time period. Oh, man, that'd be so awesome. There's a movie coming out, isn't there? <laughs> Assassin's Creed movie? Oh, yeah, December. So, yeah, I guess they want me to go see that piece of trash, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know the movie's not going to be good. Come on, it's a video game movie. Come on. Yeah, they're rarely good. Like, we all saw Prince of Persia, right? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I did. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> they can paint Jake Gyllenhaal all they want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. There's a little whitewashiness in there. Yeah. But, uh, whatever. <laughs> it was so bad, though. It was bad. It's the same thing in the new one, though. Even, uh, who is it? I can't remember the actor right now. Fastbender, right? Yeah. So he's definitely not Persian. <laughs> What, so I don't what, know how they're going what to area that. are they going to the movie for? Is it huh? Is the movie going to be Renaissance, uh, like uh, Renaissance Europe or whatever? Like Assassin's Creed Two, or is it going to be Jerusalem, like number one? I don't know what it is actually. They haven't really told us what time period it is. No, they no, showed us. Looks... I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I haven't just even take the concept and not necessarily follow a game during the Spanish Inquisition. Oh, oh, so it's a Spaniard? Yeah. Mm. During the 15th century. I guess if he tans up. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it's freaking Magneto. <laughs> I know. He's a British dude. Yeah. <laughs> a British Spaniard. I, I guess I can let that happen. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Still news time. Number two. <laughs> Ballistic Tanks is released on Steam. Uh, this is a tank game from Kirk Lucas, which you can... Follow him on Twitter at... Go ahead and get the Twitter account. Uh, oh, no. Linked it to my... Yeah, you linked it to yourself. Nice. I know. Because <laughs> I, I said he followed, he reached out to me on my Twitter. Uh, but yeah. anyways, it's Kirk uh, Nitic. So K-I-R-K-N-E-T-I-C on Twitter. Release Ballistic Tanks. Uh, it's on Steam. It's cheap. I haven't picked it up. But it's only like 549 Yeah, five. Yeah, $5.50. Uh, looks kind of cool. Looks fun. Looks and reminds me of that um, that Wii game that was part of like a the package, like early early launch Wii game. But I think these games have kind of existed for a while, right? Like tank yeah, games. Yeah, this is like an old school Atari game. <clears throat> yeah, but I haven't. Uh, I only played the one like on Wii, and it was a lot of fun. But this looks cool. Awesome. Pick it up today. Yeah. It's only six bucks, whatever. Yeah, exactly. I guess it's like. Does the is that like five forty nine? That'd be like the Canadian price, I guess. So it's like four dollars American or something, maybe. Hmm. I don't know. So I remember looking that at for the Sushi Go game, where it's like, yeah, it's only like three dollars, and it's like three dollars USD, so it's like seventeen dollars Canadian. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> this is like a definitely next next level tank action though. Like the the weapons look pretty dope. Yeah, very flashy too, colorful. My style. Yeah, man. Um, so you can pick it up. Number three. I guess we already talked about Doros. Skip <laughs> uh, it. Skip it. No, we can talk about Doros more if you want. Yeah, let's do it. So you guys, so you guys are a three-person team. Yeah. And that counts. Is, is the composer a third person or is that a uh, fourth? No, the composer isn't hired yet. He's been very patient. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, so kind of us. Uh, we, we get so many composers call, uh, you know, emailing sure. us all the time, right? Yeah. So we kind of got serenaded by him because he sent us a demo of what he thought one of our areas would look like based on a picture. Or, or sound, sound like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Yeah, that's the way you got to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, I'm sure you get it a lot too, eh, Brett? Just like composers wanting to work oh, on. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, I have like a special folder dedicated to all the composers who email me. 
Hey, can I make music for your game? And I'm like, uh, I got, I got a guy. His name's Dan. It's 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 tough. It, yeah, it's just like yep. there's a lot of people, and I, I sympathize with them too, man. Because it's like you know, when I was really green coming out of school for the first time, mm-hmm. it, it's it's tough. Right? I was ha- actually having this conversation with the 13 a.m. guys because you know, you know, they get the same thing, right? A bunch of composers wanting to work with them, or or even just you know, whatever an art guy it doesn't matter, right? Um, and, and I was just telling, I was like, yeah, you guys, you guys did the right way. I mean, you guys are creating your own IP, you made your own team and, and you didn't like, you have to go out on the hunt for that gig, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, you just, you made your gig, um, much like you guys are doing with Dwaros and stuff. Uh, but then, you know, all the composer guys who want to work on games are kind of like, you know, it's a weird thing to try and break into that, that industry. Cause you kind of, you know, it's, you don't want to be a pest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. But, I totally understand that they have to do it. Like I get it. Yep. It's just it's like I can't believe it how how many music guys there are out there. That's the one thing that always blows yeah, my mind. Yeah, it's every there's, day. There's like three. Yeah, yeah. It's like tons of them, and I'm like, I, I understand you have to do what you got to do, but it's like, wow, I can't believe how many people are in the music uh, scene. Yeah, it seems it seems a little futile. It's like why? I mean, I, I think a lot of people are are you know. They, they kind of just sort of are comfy just shotgunning out emails to a bunch of developers who are sort of in the early stages or whatever. Mm-hmm. When I, like I've had the most success, like I don't really do that. And I've, I've never, uh, I've, maybe I did that a little bit in the early days. I'm not sure. But at this, at this point, I find it way better to just go out to the places where those people are, just have drinks and just be, become friends with them mm-hmm. first. You know what I mean? And uh, I mean, that's how you and me have start, you know, worked on projects together. Um, I met the 13 a.m. guys through uh, going to um, a couple game jams and stuff like that. And it's just, it's really about putting yourself out there as opposed to constantly sending, shotgunning yeah. out emails because they're, they're, they're sort of like, like you guys were saying, you kind of get the tunnel vision. You're in your sort of your own little place and you don't really realize that, you know, you're, you're one of 25 that they got that week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. But so who's the third guy or gal? Uh, it's uh, my brother, actually. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, so he's kind of a multimedia type person. So he does uh, animation, sound. Just, nice. He can just hop on a script. He can hop yeah, on he's a our generalist. Yeah, he's kind of a generalist. He can just jump on a. I mean, multimedia is what he took in school. So mm-hmm. I guess it, it fits. So is a lot of his work what we're looking at uh, in the character models and stuff like that? Or? No, no. Um, most of the visual art is me. Oh, cool. Yeah, all the, cool. uh, the models and characters and environment stuff. And yeah. Looks great. Thank you. Doing an awesome job. And then what's your role, Al? Are you more of like a the code? Um, yeah, I'm the programmer. Nice. That pretty much sums it up. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> all the things. All the things. Stitching it all together. Ah, hmm. oh, shit. What? <clears throat> uh, fantasy football, sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to have to add a Pika for that? Yeah. Offside. Uh, no, shit's okay. <laughs> it's really just the uh, F word. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's other words. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, in <laughs> normal vocabulary. There just, are other four letter words that you would have to use Pika for. All right. Well, you don't have to, you don't have to <laughs> Let's run through them really quick. <laughs> oh, people know. I'm putting it in their minds right now. <laughs> Number four. Uh, <laughs> Alto's Adventure is updated on iOS again. Now includes haptic feedback, which I think is like Rumble, right? Essentially, uh, it's like an iOS seven. Um, That's interesting. Thing, iOS seven one, one exclusive feature, I guess. So they they did an update for it. Uh, reached out to me just to kind of announce it. You might notice that there's a lot of Alto's Adventure stuff on it, and that's just because he reaches out to me every single time that they do like an update or anything. And Doing it that's, right. That's all you got to do to get featured on the website uh, if you really want to be on the website. So, quote, thanks to the expanded Taptic feet engine, we've been able to pinpoint exciting moments in a run and tie them to more precise vibration feedback. Now you'll feel a nice jolt of satisfaction upon collecting a wayward llama or sliding uh, over an ice boost, the golden burst of super coin or powering, uh, powering landing. A huge combo will hopefully be a little more thrilling. So, I don't have an iPhone 7. I don't know anyone who does have an iPhone 7, though. So I know someone who does. Really? Yeah. I just like the phone jack. I'm just not going to do it. So, 
Yeah, I no. <laughs> I'm 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 not an iPhone person in the first place, but that whole no. I can't even voice my opinion on that. <sighs> uh, it's just uh, <laughs> Did you guys watch anybody here watch John Oliver at all? Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see the latest one where he talked about the the Apple earbuds or whatever? Oh, no. He just briefly mentioned it. He was just kind of like, oh, this week in news or whatever. That he just kind of said, uh, Apple invented a new way to lose your earbuds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because they're so tiny. They're just like little. Well, they're so tiny and there's no cable or anything. You're just going to like, you know, one day, oh, yeah. you know, somebody's just going to, some thief's just going to walk up and just like rip them off your face and run away. Like they're just, I don't know. I don't How think. much are they again? I don't know, like 170 or something. Oh, man. No. No, I'd lose that the first week. <laughs> Yeah, I can't even. I can't even hold on to a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the wires are there to keep them like on your person. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Security measures, but honestly, like gloves, scarf, toque, I can't hold on to any of that. Oh, stuff. I lose. I lose that stuff so easy. Yeah, I'm on a good streak of keeping my hat and scarf for like a couple years now. So, really, scarf is the worst for me. I've I've never been able to hold on to a scarf yeah, for like. Two outings, maybe, and that's gone. I have one scarf that I've had for at least almost 20 years. Yep. So, so the AirPods are $219. Wow. Wow. Oof. No sounds way. Like Apple. That sounds like Apple. I'm on the Apple.com like, dot slash CA. That's like one reason why I don't like Apple products. It's just so dirty. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That money is just like, oh, come on. Yeah, I, just, I just ignore the dumb ones. Like, there's no way I'm getting those earbuds, you know? I just can't believe they like took out the audio jack. Like I, I don't, I don't think it's like that huge of a deal. But at the same time, I'm kind of surprised by it. Like, I don't know. It's kind of dumb. Maybe in a couple of years we'll look back and be like, "Why did we ever have audio jacks?" <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, well, maybe if we're going to space, what a like, stupid society we were, right? <laughs> like you don't need cords in space, but we're on Earth. It is sort of like an antiquated technology, but it just works. But I could see, yeah, I could see that happening. I could see people going, remember when we used to use audio jacks? How crazy was that? But I don't know. That's a good point about space, though, because uh, maybe this is a hint. Maybe Apple's working on something. Oh, man. You heard it we first to, here. We're going to become an interplanetary uh, species. I, heard, I, heard, I think I heard Elon Musk talking about Apple, you know, doing something like that, actually. Apple going to space? During, going to space. during an interview. Well, I, he didn't want to. He didn't want to say it, but the but the guy interviewing him was uh, was kind of alluding to it, and he just uh, he was trying to like not not say anything, but mm. by not saying anything, he was totally saying it. So I think you're right, Andrea. This is where you get your tech news. Toronto <laughs> 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 <Yeah>, game devs, <laughs> number one site for Toronto developed games and space news. <laughs> Don't forget the traffic and weather report. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, it's been a. We could talk sports too. I'm down for sports. I want to talk about sports. <laughs> we don't talk about sports. We used to we used to talk about sports. Uh, I think like every episode, right? Yeah. And then we got people like I actually got emails and tweets and stuff, just being like, "Yo, dig the podcast." But whenever you start talking about the Raptors, uh, I just skip it. <laughs> so <laughs> first preseason uh, game last night, they won. So there you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there you, you covered sports. Yeah, covered sports. <laughs> Let's go Spurs. Woo. Yeah, third. Yeah, whatever. Spurs will end up fourth and they'll lose in the first round. Uh, <laughs> that's it for news time. Oh, that quick? Yeah. Nice. That was good. That was good. <laughs> that quick. We've been talking for like 50 minutes. Uh, longer, but podcasts were at 50 minutes. Um, I think we felt talked- like it went quick. Yeah, there you go. Uh, speaking of music, which is what someone we were talking about a long time ago, uh, Jake Bunno did the intro to the podcast. J- uh, Dan, our boy Dan, did the outro. Uh, I'm going to log into Patreon right now to thank the Patreons, but you can also help contribute to com by going to patreon.com slash devs and get early access to this podcast as well as any of the other exclusively things that I do. Uh, and maybe one day free games again. We'll see. Uh <laughs> I gotta find the person, Dan, say mm-hmm. something while I try to find the patrons. Okay. <laughs> what, do you, what do you guys want to talk about? What do you want to talk about, man? Mm. Ask the question. Okay. Thank you to patrons Brian, Corey, Tavi, <laughs> Gigi, Renaud, Tyler, Stephen, Lee, Devin, Toby, Dan, Chris, Anthony, and Aaron. 
Thank you, patrons. The list doesn't sound like it's getting any shorter. That's good. Yeah. It didn't get shorter. It's not really getting shorter. It's not getting longer, actually. So one thing that I want to do with Extra Life happening, uh, that's the 24-hour gaming marathon mm-hmm. where gamers around the world will stream and play games for charity, raise for local charity. Brett is doing one for a Hamilton uh, Hospital, yeah, right? for McMaster Children's Hospital Foundation. Nice. There you go. Uh, and I'll be doing it for Sick Kids. I got the team Toronto Game Devs, which Brett didn't want to join because he's not a team player. But <laughs> I'm raising it for my own city, bro. <laughs> no, that's true. No, I think you can like still raise for your own thing, but just be part of a team. I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't well, think if we can if we can do that, then I'll I'll I will join forces with you. But I thought we had to be separate. No, I think like I don't know. Maybe actually, I have no because uh, I was listening to the the I, the um, Greg Miller and uh, Colin Morardi podcast, uh, kind of mm-hmm. funny podcast. Yeah, and they they're doing extra life, and they said that they're like tenth overall last year. So like people oh. do these groups. So I doubt like you have to. Oh, do, I see. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'll look into it. But anyways, you don't have to join the team. It's fine. But you can join Toronto Game Devs if you want uh, and play games. I'm going to play a bunch of Toronto developed games as well as Skyrim, most likely. And for whatever patrons I have in October. I'm going to take that money and double it, and that will be my contribution in November. So if you are a patron, uh, if, I, if I get no extra patrons, it's like $60 Canadian, so I'll do 120 And anything I get more will just be doubled, added into the event that's on November 4th. So Cool. What do you life. do if uh, you get a really generous patron? Yeah, mm. it's going to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> well, the idea is that <clears throat> the patron money will all go towards it, and then I'll just add my own money on top of it. So... Yeah. It's not really like me contributing double, it's me just contributing on top of that. Oh, I gotcha. So if someone wants to be a Patreon for $50, uh, so be it. That's okay. Or you can just donate straight at extralife.com uh, and find my team. Or you can go to the website, com, or follow me on Twitter, all this stuff. Um, it would be both equally funny and awesome if somebody did a one-time donation to his Patreon of 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Hey man, I I'll 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 do it. You will? Yeah. Make it a thousand then. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll limit I'll limit it to a thousand dollar donation. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it for news time and stuff. I guess what our, our normally our go to is just what games we've been playing, so we can do that as a as to end the Sometimes podcast we have questions but i don't think we have any today. i don't think we got any I, I figured we would talk most mostly about Doros, which i think we did a good job at talking about mm. yeah is there anything else you guys would like to mention though yeah is there any any final thoughts or or anything like that on Doros or hype time anything like that donate to our kickstarter cool yeah so you can do that kickstarter.com slash Doros, maybe no. How is it? How's the? How does that work? Uh, it's oh, it's it, kind of long. It's really long. Yeah, it's like yeah. Go to Kickstarter.com slash project slash lithic entertainment slash Doros and adventure and town builder game. Right. Slash- that keeps going. Just <laughs> go. <laughs> All right, Google Kickstarter and Doros, and you know, it's, it's the first hit. So there you go. Yeah, we're currently at four thousand four hundred thirty-six dollars. Uh, hopefully, hopefully soon we get funded and this game will become a reality, which is awesome. But although you said you guys have said that you're going to complete it no matter what, right? This is just to kind of help out with the final costs. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, it would make it a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, and we could afford more more things like the music, like music. Yeah, we're we're doing max support. We got to get max, you know, machines to test on and stuff like that. That's true. Yeah, without that, we, we I don't know. We're going to get a Mac. Well, we're going to buy one, but. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Uh, then let's yeah, let's just talk about the games that we've been playing uh, recently. Um, Brett, Brett, what have you been playing? Uh, let's see. I've been playing Starbound, um, Terraria, and Houselon Six. How's, so how is Houselon Six? Uh, Last we heard, the hmm. tutorial was kind of brutal, right? Yeah, so I skipped the tutorial now. Um, <laughs> I don't play the tutorial anymore. Wait, the tutorial to- is brutal. And uh, me and Ken actually talked about the tutorial <laughs> when Wait, he came down. Re- do you have to replay the tutorial every time? or? Uh, I think at one point in time you probably did, but they actually put a button in there to skip tutorial if you actually die. Oh, there you go. So now you can actually bypass the tutorial and just play the actual mission stuff. Um, so yeah, I was uh, 
yeah, it's it's getting better. The more I'm getting used to playing it and figuring out how to play this game, uh, I'm doing better. So I haven't beat it yet, but we're getting there. We're getting there. It's fun. It's roguelike, right? Like when you die, you start over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's semi. I wouldn't say it's rogue roguelike, like 100 percent roguelike. It has elements, but it is very. Uh, I would say the story side of things is very linear. Right. Like you know when certain aliens are going to be showing up and stuff like that. But uh, who attacks you and stuff feels kind of roguelike. So. True. But it's pretty fun. If you want to buy it, go ahead. But, you know, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't like, I'd say wait till a Steam sale. <laughs> so it's, a little, it's a little on the expensive side, isn't it? It's like 20 bucks? Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, it's not a game for everybody. That's for sure. Like, if you didn't enjoy, like, Civilization and or Access and Allies or Risk or stuff like that, you probably won't like this game. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you like stuff like that and tactical stuff, then you'll probably like it. So I then then I would say buy it. Cool. Yep. Um, Andrea, other than, <laughs> other than Dwaros, have you been? I've uh, been playing a lot of Overwatch. Oh, yeah? I've yeah. been tired from that game. <laughs> Why? Because competitive play sucks. Yeah, competitive is pretty... Uh, it's Balls. a lot of vile people on there. Oh, man, is it horrible? <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> Wait. You have to play with friends, and you make a group, and you just have fun yeah. together. Yeah, that's the be- like. Well, I, I don't really have friends. We're still working on that. But <laughs> oh yeah, this was going to be the year of friends, wasn't it? Actually, I've I've gotten more friends. It's been the the last half of the year. I've gotten better. <laughs> oh. We're getting better. We're getting more friends. Um, Comedy friends. Yeah, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Some fans and stuff. Yeah, the only time I've seen you, I, I used to watch you stream uh, Overwatch a little bit, and yeah, the dudes you were playing with. Oh my god, man, uh, so offside. So wait, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm fully understanding. Are they just like? Is it just like you're playing with like really racist, horrible people? Is that what's going on? Or uh, not so much raced. Not, not so much race. A lot of sexual uh, uh, oh, I see. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't talk on the mic. <laughs> well, yeah, you're a girl. That yeah, I avoid that. <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry if I said girl. If that offended anyone, <laughs> woman. Yeah, I don't know. Right. You're from Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You Toronto, Toronto girls are different. Uh, yeah, they have a cool where you can just talk to your group instead of the whole team. Yeah, I like so that. that's what we do instead. Like yeah. whenever she's in a group, she can talk on the mic. And yeah. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's not like it's not going to happen in every game. It's just once you've had a few bad experiences, you're like, eh. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Oh, man. <laughs> the best I love about Overwatch is um, like if you lose, like I hate losing. That's the one thing I hate about the game. I hate losing. Yeah. And then I'll call out my team and be like, come on, guys. How come we're not playing like good? And then they all get on their bikes and they get angry at me. And I'm like, but I was just carrying the team. Like, come on. Like, we all played together. We could have won this. It's, I hate it. That's why I'm totally done with the game. I'm just the community there sucks. And I thought maybe, maybe Blizzard would have a good community. It's not good. Yeah. So it's I'm just done. a lot of bad mojo, you know, born of internet trolls and stuff it's just yeah there's a lot yeah. of that i find quick plays uh, is a lot better for uh, for people like as long can... as there's a competitive season on because then mm-hmm. the more um yeah vile people they they filter to competitive yeah 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 so but in, in quick play whenever somebody starts acting toxic like that it's usually easy enough to diffuse it i like to to, to be like oh that's not very nice you should be more nice to people <laughs> oh yeah i have the uh, the shrug emoji always lined up yeah. to me i just send them the shrug emoji that's all i say that's awesome i was yeah. i uh i was playing on xbox and i was playing halo and i had like the worst match i've ever played i'm actually half decent at halo but i played a horrible, horrible match and someone messaged me on Xbox just saying, you are bad with like, you are bad. <laughs> I just responded back to them, torontogamedose.com. <laughs> That's awesome. You yeah. literally take every opportunity. I love it. You got to get the, the clicks and the, the views anywhere, any way you can. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, Al, Al, same boat, Overwatch. Are you, are you guys both uh, kind of PC gamers, mostly then? Mostly, yeah. Yeah, we have a Wii U, but I wouldn't say we're <laughs> Wii U gamers. <laughs> the Wii U is just like everyone else's Wii U, and it's just kind of there and not really. Yes. Nice. Yeah. 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 We had uh, Captain Toad recently. We were uh, using that mostly for reference, but it's a good game. 
Yo, Captain Toad is amazing. Yeah, I like that. I like that game a lot. It was fun. Yeah, that's probably like one of the underrated games of that year. Yeah, it's actually a good one. Yeah, it's very good. Um, Dan, have you managed to just escape from your dungeon and play anything? Well, I'm still chipping away at Secret of Mana, which I get to play like every other day for half an hour or yeah. something like that. Um, you know what I have been into? I've gotten the bug of just wanting to sort of reclaim my SNES days. And I've been looking because I'm uh, looking to maybe get some of the physical media back. Mm. Yeah. And um, I've been learning a lot about the SNES and about the different generations and which ones had like sort of sharper graphics and whatnot. Because like within there was revisions of the console. And you know how sometimes you see those old yellowed ones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was like the first gen. But the ones that st- that managed to stay gray actually have like sharper RGB graphics and stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it's it, it went to something called a one chip system, and and it's got better graphics. Um, but I've been trying to, and then and then I I called up my old co- my cousins because I was like, I, I mean I had an SNES growing up, Sega Master System, PlayStation One, Two, N sixty four. I have no idea where any of that stuff is. It's all just disappeared like a like socks in a in the dryer, just mm. gone. You know what I mean? So I called them up and I was like, do you guys have any of my old stuff? And they've got like an old, my old copy of Link to the Past. They've got uh, Contra 3. They've got my Super Metroid. They've got, um, uh, what else? Uh, Mario RPG, Punch-Out. Like a nice. bunch of great games yeah. that cost. Mario RPG, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Amazing. And, and what else did they have? Oh, Illusion of Gaia. They had that one. All my games growing up. And I was just like, that's like, Three hundred and fifty dollars worth of games now. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? They're so expensive. Actually, they had my copy of Donkey Kong Country One, and I saw that at Game Hoard the other day for fifty bucks. I was just Damn. like, man, it's expensive. Wow. So I've, I've been really trying, really thinking about reclaiming some of that. But I got the PS4 Pro coming, so I'm probably just going to abandon that idea because it's too expensive. But yeah, I've kind of always wanted like a gaming room, just everything just in one location that's not the tv that we watch like tv on it's Mm -hmm. it's just that it's posters all that stuff just Mm -hmm. never been able to make a reality and now that like yeah getting trying to get some of the old nes and snes and and 64 games is like hella expensive like Mm -hmm. oh totally like any like super mario rpg that's like a hundred dollar game yeah yeah Yeah. secret amanda was 90 bucks yeah and and everybody knows the value of that stuff too right so if you try you can't really do like a craigslist or kijiji thing because they understand the value of that stuff so you're gonna i saw yeah i saw i think it was uh secret of mana for like 90 bucks or 100 bucks it's like ah you know (laughs) too expensive um cool i've been playing i beat gears of war remastered finally replaying through that i'm so brett was talking about how shitty people on overwatch are i'm terrible at gears of war like i'm i I just i can't get to like how to kill people in that game like i'm always the one dying i'm i'm surprised i haven't like i mute everyone like when i play online i just mute everyone i don't care uh and i'm sure they're just like cussing me out so bad so (laughs) i'm just trying to get some of the like last achievements before i kind of put that game away um but so i was playing it like last night and i just my kill death ratio i looked afterwards is like 0.2 uh after like three hours of playing so i just lose every time like i'm the reason my team loses uh so i might just i might just kind of retire from that one is it not like ranked uh i I think there's just like so few people playing it like it's hard to get a match i can't really get a match in any of the modes other than team deathmatch right i think everyone's kind of done with that game and they're just waiting for gears of war 4 now I see. Um, so I just play with people cause there is like, there is like a level that you get and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm low level. I'm below like 15. I'm like at eight or nine working my way up or whatever, but I'll play with people who are like a hundred and 90, oh. 80. So, so no wonder you're getting slaughtered. Yeah. It's just, well, it's yeah. It's just, and I'm the only time, like very rarely do I see people, uh, and which is strange cause this game is bundled with Xboxes. So I thought we're in one of the bundles cause that's how I have it. So I thought there'd be like some noobs on there, but most people I play with are, are like high, like 15 above. Um, so I, yeah, I'm just bad at it. Titanfall, which I'm good at. been playing that. Um, and I'm really just counting down the days till VR, till nice. PlayStation VR. So waiting for that. Oops. Oh, 
Was that Dan? Yeah. Way to go. It is. Actually, it's an important phone call. I should probably answer this. All right. Well, we're going to leave anyway. So if you want to follow, Dan, you can leave if you want them. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm the whole thing goes down. No, no, just, no, no, no. I'll leave it up. Just I'll mute your mic. mic. Yeah. Katie has she her muffler went dead. So I got to figure this out. Okay. Right. Later. Bye. Bye. Uh, good. Oh, good to meet you guys, Al and Andrew. You too. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do Tweet of the Week still. So, Brett, while I'm doing that, do you want to hype out your Twitter and where people can find you? Oh, sure. Um, yo. <laughs> you guys can find me on Twitter, obviously, at Brett Meeser. And uh, my Twitch is also at Brett Meeser. So just come find me playing some games. Um, I'm not going to promote any of my comedy. Not yet. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll be doing that. Um, anything else? Let's talk more about games. I don't know. <laughs> you said you had stuff to do. Uh, I do. Andrew and Al, if people want to kind stuff. of just find where you guys are on Twitter and the internet, where uh, where can they do that? Uh, so there's uh, our Twitter for Lithic, which is Lithic Ent. Uh, there's me, which is Andrea with two A's, C W, and Al. Do you want to? Yeah, there's mine, uh, Al underscore Belmer. You could find that one. <laughs> <laughs> you find one of us you find all of us yeah uh, and you guys are on Facebook too I think right you have a Facebook yep. page and yep. uh, and we've mentioned it on the podcast a lot but there's the Kickstarter which is still in its early days so even if you're listening to this at any point in October uh, it's most likely still going on and could use the help and funding uh, Tweet of the Week you can as always just whenever a tweet is funniest to me from Dan uh, which you can follow at Composing Dan uh picked up a vss30 been wanting one forever just sampled my voice and played a little even with no external fx this little guy has vibe and he posted a little video of it uh you can follow the website toronto game devs go to the website torontogamedevs.com facebook uh subscribe on this podcast on itunes all that stuff uh andrew now thanks for joining us thank you thanks for having us brett thanks for just always coming and doing stuff yeah you know (laughs) And no big deal, <laughs> Dan. Dan, I hope if uh, I hope Katie's muffler is okay. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Bye.